Welcome back. Thank you for hitting play on the 95 Adventure Podcast. We really appreciate it. Uh, I apologize for all the audio. We've had some issues with the audio and the it transferring and uh, people's cell phone reception. But uh, So apologies to Michael Whitehead. He's going to be back on. We're going to redo the podcast episode where it records good. But this one, I've got back-to-back guests on, and you're going to want to listen to it. Terrence Smith is on the podcast. He's a business owner a soccer enthusiast, you name it. There's many layers, as you will find out, to Terrence and just his passion and love for life. Uh, you'll enjoy it. You'll learn a lot of things, especially you're going to learn to try hard, people. Just try. That's what we need you to do. We need you to try. So, with that being said, enjoy Terrence Smith. All right, got you back, I think. There we go. We're back. All right, good deal. All right, man, I wish I could stop having trouble with this thing because that was such a good conversation. Let's fill everybody in. So we started the podcast off, and I asked Terrence how growing up in College Station where there is soccer's like not even an afterthought. It's way past an afterthought and legit fan. I mean, he knows his everything. His favorite team, France, winning the World Cup. Big congratulations to him on that. But – this guy knows knows his stuff. He's a true to talking to him, not just some sort of bandwagoner because it's unique. So I asked him, and you can elaborate on it again, but uh, about how he came about being such a big soccer fan in a place like Texas where American football is so popular. Yeah, yeah you know, soccer and, you know, I mean, I kind of one point that I did, you know, didn't hit was, you know, soccer is, you know, hands down the most popular sport in in the world you know now when you when you talk about the u.s it's a little little different you know because like i said people gravitate a little bit more towards the the glory sports but when you look at i'd say like your your basketball or your football or you know you look at your baseball you know on other levels there it's a it's a little different you know but now i think now you know the us americans we're finally starting to catch on a little bit to the the sport of the sport of soccer and, and realizing you know its beauty I think right now it's more stuck so in the in the world you know um, the international teams you know I think more people pay attention to the international teams than they do the you know the domestic teams you know for 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 instance you know obviously in the U S you know the United States has their own international team but when you look at you know domestic you know there's the MLS there's the there's the USL um, the United States soccer Man, league. went quiet uh, again for a second. You still there? there? Yeah, I'm still here. All right. It went real quiet on my, on my end for a second. Are you far away from the speaker? No, I'm, I got it right here. Got it right here. Still there? All right. Oh, give me just a second. Yeah. Now say something. Okay. I'm, oh, I'm back. perfect. Per- okay, it's mine. It's mine. Okay. It's mine. I okay. figured it out. I know why I couldn't hear you. I know why the last one got messed up. All right. I'm figuring it out. This is like this is a whole new territory for me trying to add people in. So, I for some reason to switching over to my earpiece. Okay, and and that's why I couldn't hear you. So, all right. Okay, there you go. Um, but yeah, and we I know we kind of talked a little bit about being able to um, like kids and playing outside, and yeah. we got into that with you know stuff you said like you can play pickup basketball, you can play all these pickup sports like as a kid, and and over in other countries. You know, it's real easy to get like, you know, have two trees sitting out there, two sticks, markers, baskets, pieces of trash, you name it, and then get 
you know, even two kids together, you can play, you know, penalty shots, the yeah. rotators, you know, whatever it may be. And over here, it's so easy to play basketball. You know, you can go out by yourself and shoot hoops or you can do whatever. Uh, you can get a group together and play baseball with just like a ball and a stick like we used to do in the neighborhood. But the art of that one and it's soccer, it's never really been here in the United States. And at the same time, we're kind of even losing the kids being outside in the neighborhood anyway, like we used to when we were kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's, you know, and I think that's just really, you know, a, a product of, you know, this this country, how we've we've kind of gone away. And I mean, and part of part of it is, you know, safe safety. You know, it's it's a different it's a different world, man, from, you know, the 80s and the, and the 90s when, you know, we were growing up versus, you know, what it's like now. You know, it, it's 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 not the same anymore. You know, you don't you know call your friends. Hey, man, y'all meet me down here. Meet me down here at the street. We're gonna do, we're gonna play. We're gonna play outside. We're gonna do this. You know, it's more. You know, hey, stay inside. I mean, I know some parents for sure have have other ways of getting their kids. You know, active like you see. You know, you see CrossFit kids now. You know, you see all these these summer programs. But you know, I know you know as a as a kid growing up. I mean, I don't know how it was for you, but we leave the house and you know probably around about maybe sometimes in the morning, maybe sometimes like early afternoon. And all, all, the only rule you have is, is come back home before the, before the light outside lights turn on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I got, man, uh, I actually calculated it up one day. I was, uh, I was, I got a lot of windshield time. So I was calculating it up and I was like, man, it's 17 miles from this one good bike jump, like BMX bike jump behind. It was behind uh, what it was now. I think it's now Michael's. I haven't been back down in a long time, but this department, this uh, department like store strip had this sweet jump behind it. And me and my friend used to ride over there at the age of like 10, 12. Yeah. And we used to go jump that all day and then ride to the dirt track, which was on the other side of town. And then we would just, the only rule was be home before the, you know, before the sun came down, before it got dark. And I mean, you couldn't, Mom, I worried my mom. I know that's why she has gray hair because I'm the only one out of three that was like, <laughs> she was worried I was going to come home. I would, I would get lost in playing and I wouldn't want to come back in. Like I'd find a new trail to ride or something. But that, this is, this brings up something. And I don't know that I'm right. Like I said, I have knucklehead Neanderthal opinions, but I think that it's actually safer nowadays. We just get to hear more about the bad stuff that happened than when it used to happen. Yeah. Oh, oh so yeah. I th- you know, I think it's actually, it's a myth in people's minds. And, you know, once you think it, you can't go like, you know, it's like that superstitious things. Once we, once we put that in our heads, we can't get out of it as parents, you know, you go, well, what if something happens and I didn't do something, you know, yeah. um, didn't keep them inside or didn't sign them up for a league where it's structured, you know, that sort of thing. But that's just my opinion that it's actually safer. We just, get to hear about so much of the negative that we keep our kids away from that sort of situation. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I agree. I agree with that for sure. You know, I, I don't know, you know, maybe with me, it was in a, you know, it was in a little bit of a, of a different light. You know, my, my, my father was a, you know, it was not was, but still works for, you know, Brazos County Sheriff's department, you know, when he's been there for 30 plus years. And, you know, I have my uncle that works, works for Brian PD for like 35 plus years. And I got a first cousin that works at college station PD, you know, and, plenty of family friends that worked in the jail, you know, so when it came, when it came to stories, you know, and and stuff that was happening in town, I was, I was pretty well informed, you know, about, you know, what was, what was going on and what could happen, 
you know, if we, we didn't watch what we were doing, you know, we always had this thing, you know, with my, with my family and my brothers where, you know, if one of us, one of us went somewhere, you know, we weren't allowed to go alone, you know, two of us, three of us, you know, we all had to, had to go together, you know, and my, my father, you know, and he still is, you know, to this day, I mean, being a police officer, I mean, he's still, you know, paranoid as they are. And I mean, and it's, it's rubbed off on me to a, a, an extent, you know, when you, you kind of, you own a home now, you know, and, I have the, you know, I have this thing and, you know, Kelly looks at me like I'm crazy sometimes, but before, you know, before I go to bed, you know, I always wake up, I check all, all three of the locks, you know, you know, in the house, you know, I check the garage door, you know, I always, always, always do it, you know, but I think now too, like you said, I mean, with, you know, you have a computer in your hand now, you know, that tells you when something's happening, you know, when you can go check it, you know, it's, it's hard to kind of, get away from 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 all of the the information that we have you know i think it was who was it that said that um it was uh denzel washington who said it you know a while back he said you know if you if you read the news you know or you watch the news you know you're you're misinformed if if you don't read the if you don't read the news or watch the news then you're you're uninformed you know so which which route do you do you go which one which way do you choose you know that's a tough one and having that i didn't know you had that many family members in law enforcement, I knew about your dad, but I didn't know about the rest of them. And that's, I've always said, and just knowing, I just knew a couple cops. They weren't like, uh, we weren't like the craziest of friends, but um, my brother was better friends with them than I was. But just knowing a couple cops and seeing, you know, they, their job is filled with full days of nothing but bad stuff. Cause they're there to clean up the, they're there to clean up the bad stuff. They don't get the good news. You know, they're not like, oh, hey, man, how was your day today? Oh, well, you know, I went and saw some lady selling flowers and said hi to her, and it was great. You know, they're dealing with the worst of the worst on a daily basis in the area that they're in, and that can warp your mind um, a lot. I mean, think about it. I put myself in that position. I'm like, that's a, that's an insane job that is worth more money than what they're getting yeah. paid. And, you know, it's that, that old saying, you, you, you get what you pay for, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you man. Oh, that's so true. Yeah, you can, you see, can it. see it. You, I mean, you, you get what you pay for, you know? And that's, that's unfortunately, you know, that's, you know, I mean, and, and, and like I said, I know, I know a ton of police officers, you know? I, I even have, you know, high school and college classmates that were, that are, that are police officers, you know, now. You know, and it's, you know, they, they don't, I don't think they get, they don't get paid enough, you know, but you know, they're the, the majority of the cops that I know, you know, are awesome, awesome, awesome cops. You know, even, you know, Healy was a, was a cop, you know? So, you know, I know a lot, a lot of awesome, awesome cops, but you know, the majority of the time, you know, when we see cops, it's not always, you know, the good things that are happening. It's majority of the time it's the bad things that, that are happening, you know, and unfortunately being police, police officers, you know, there are some, as they say, some, some bad seeds, but, you know, I think being a, being a police officer, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, you, you kind of, you kind of can't be bad at it, you know, like you, you kind of, there's no, there, yeah, there's no yeah, option. There, there's no option to be bad at, at your yeah. job, you know, or not like, I should say not like it. Like the, the, the people who are out there doing it good and the good people, most of them are obviously, I mean, the overwhelming majority are, and those people I got, so many kudos to them and I respect them so much because they love what they do and they deal with that stuff. So I got a lot of respect and love for people that, that would are willing to get out there and do that just for the love of yeah. their job. Yeah. And you know, and police officers, you know, like police officers, is police officers and pilots, you know, 
those are jobs that, you know, you really can't be, you can't be bad at those jobs. <laughs> you know, you're like, you know, American Airlines is like, oh, you know, most of our, most of our pilots like to land. Oh, you know, just, you know, there's some of them that like to run into, run into the bushes, you know, and land in the bushes, you know, that, that kind of thing. Like you have to, you have to be good at it, you know, and I, and like I said, I know a ton of, you know, great, great cops, you know, and I've known them since I was a kid and growing up around them. I mean, I, some of them I call, you know, uncle, you know, to, to this day, you know, and I still talk to them on a, on a regular basis, you know, but, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a tough, 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 tough job, man. You know, and in this town where this town is only, only growing and all of the, the bad things get magnified, you know, a lot of the time we don't see, you know, like you said earlier, we don't see the good things that, you know, that they do in the community and do, you know, for, for neighborhoods and for families, you know, and their kids, you know, so, you know, I, I wish that, you know, that could, that could change, but, you know, even in, you know, just, you know, my, my job field, you know, nine times out of 10, the, the great things that you do, those don't get magnified. It's always when you mess up. That's what, that's what gets magnified. <laughs> and uh, I guess that we should let everybody know you, you are a business owner, you know, had, we're doing back-to-back episodes with uh, co-owners of the of uh, of sawed-off CrossFit, but uh, that's going to lead me into something that I I was uh, me and Kim were talking about. Like, man, we see Terrence all the time. He's working all the time, like, and he doesn't really take vacations. This is an adventure podcast, like we do adventures and stuff. But adventures don't have to be traveling. I'm kind of like try to explain that to people, but I have too much of a bug of trying to go someplace. And the, it's work to get there. I know that, but that's what I enjoy. I enjoy the journey and the travel to get there. And we don't like you not seeing you like take off and travel or take these big vacations. I want to kind of get a look into what, cause some people like that. I want to get a look from your point of view as to like, what kind of things you do as like a hobby outside of work, uh, where you take your vacations, your time off, like what lights your fire and sort of like, yeah, I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of a, I'm not, not even gonna say I'm an oddball, but you know, I, you know, traveling wise, I, I did a lot of traveling as a, as a kid. And, you know, when I, when I was in, you know, grade school and when I was in college, you know, and even when I was in the, in the corporate world, you know, where I had, you know, set, set schedules, like I actually did a lot of traveling, you know, then, you know, if you, and even if I don't pick, you know, out of state, you know, you know, trap going to, I had a bunch of friends, you know, best friends in Houston and, you know, I spent a lot of time in Austin, spent a lot of time in Dallas, but, you know, going out of, out of state, you know, I had best friend that was in Missouri. So I would travel to Missouri from time to time, you know, got best friend in Arkansas. I would go to Arkansas, you know, had friends in California, would go to California and in Florida, you know, my, you know, my aunt, um, who coincidentally, you know, said they got law enforcement in the family. She lives in um, in Maryland, in Baltimore, and she worked for she worked for the FBI there. You know, so I would go actually go spend spend summers. Oh, straight yeah. up the wire. That's like my that's our favorite. Oh, I, I hate to cut you off on that one, but man, now you now I'm your number one biggest fan. You have family member in that TV show, basically <laughs> in my mind. It, well, it's, it could be true. You know, you never know. You know, these days, but. Yeah, no, she, um, you know, and she stayed in Maryland, you know, she worked for the FBI and, you know, I would go spend some summers up in Maryland, uh, up there and she would always take me to New York. You know, if you weird fact about me, most people know in my family and if you know me, I'm a big, I'm New York sports, everything, New York Knicks, you know, New York, New York Giants, New York Yankees, my, probably my favorite sports franchise of, of, of all time. You know, I'm New York sports, everything and everybody else in my family, you know, from Texas, they're all 
Dallas Cowboy fans, Houston Rockets, San Antonio Spurs, you know, but I'm just a, I'm an oddball when it comes to that stuff. But New York is by far, you know, my favorite, favorite, favorite place in this, in this country, you know, and, you know, I traveled a lot as a, as a kid, even, you know, when, coming up. And then, you know, as I got into the corporate world, my, um, one of my mentors had this uh, group um, of guys, you know, group of mentors that we would take uh, golf trips, you know, we call the, we go-go's is what we call it. The guys only golf outing. And we would, <laughs> and we would travel, we, you know, we'd get, get on planes and we would travel to Florida and play golf. We would travel to, we traveled to North Carolina, South Carolina, um, travel to Alabama, uh, Louisiana, you know, Arizona, you know, just traveling places, you know, and we would, we would go there. We'd be there for about three or four days and we'd play golf, a lot of drinking, a lot of, a lot of BS and, you know, but just, you know, overall a lot of great fun. But as I've gotten, you know, into the fitness world, you know, I've, you know, this is 10 years, you know, that I, that I'm in it now, you know, as I've gotten older, you know, and, start you start owning a business like I like I do now like I, I get I'm very finicky about leaving and and taking time off you know so it I, I have other ways of like I said you know you're wondering like well what what I do now you know I have other ways just to kind of you know e- eject myself from you know the matrix as I call it you know just you know disconnecting from the matrix you know and it's and it doesn't have to do with traveling you know a lot of it has to do with music you know I music always kind of you know pulls me away from everything um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm great with playing a good old video game. You know, I'll, I can sit down and just, you know, unplug from the matrix and play a video game for a little while and grabbing my golf clubs and going to a driving range and hitting, the, you know, a hundred golf balls, 200 golf balls, you know, that, that kind of stuff right there is what kind of, kind of settles me and cal- calms my mind, you know, rather than getting in the car and driving somewhere. Yeah, no, I mean, your adventure doesn't have to be, you don't have yeah. to be in love with hiking or the outdoors or, you know, uh, whatever. We're trying like anything that gets you out of your daily, like whatever we'll, we'll call them adventures since it's this podcast, but that's what I've kind of started to use it as like as a overall meaning for whatever gets you to unplug, relax and recharge your batteries. You know, if that's going out and hitting golf balls off the driving range, I mean, that's, that's what it needs to be. That's your adventure, you know, and that's what, the message, you know, one of the messages I like to try to get out, Kim and I both like to try to get out. You guys like to try to get out just because I see you guys all the time at the gym stuff is, is even getting outside. You, you'll even t- tell people to get outside your place of business. And that actually is a place where you want them to be fit yeah. to go do things outside, but to relax, recharge, you know, some people they're relaxing and recharging. I know for a fact is going into your establishment and your place of business and, that's where they like they leave that at the door and all of a sudden they're bouncing around with their friends or laughing. It doesn't matter what their day has been. So that the adventure is basically anything that gets you out of that frustrated, stressed state of mind and relaxed and being able to leave it off for an hour or two, even a day. Yeah. You know, that's super important. And so to hear a mindset of something with somebody that has, you know, different interests, different hobbies, you know, you see you traveled a whole lot playing golf. That's, I mean, we're opposite in this sense is that when I was younger, we owned a business, a very successful, you know, food service. And in that industry, right. you got to be on all the time. And we were the same way as you, you know, you're speaking to the choir, so to speak, like all these feelings drummed up when you said it, you don't want to have to leave your place of business to, you know, you're very finicky about it. 
and and you just want to have you have that control because it all falls on you you know and so uh with that sort of mindset it never really goes away and i didn't travel a lot at all we the furthest we went we were in south texas four hours away was san antonio that was the furthest we went for vacation a lot of times so i got really just like intense my first trip i think was uh outside to arkansas really that i can remember was uh when i was about i guess 16 17 and from that point on i had a driver's license i had a jeep and i had a lot of places i want to see so i i just took off and that has always stayed with me i'm addicted to that but um it's cool to see a different perspective from someone who deals with people all the time, training them to get out there and do stuff. And, you know, you're all into fitness and promoting it and what you do to recharge because everybody's different. You know, um, everybody does different things. And what you're doing is the opposite of what you're into every day, which is movement and fitness. And, you know, you're working out every day and around it all the time. So you're unplugging by getting as far away from anything to do fitness as possible. Just about. Yeah. And that like, and, and I'm the same way too, you know, in, you know, when you're when you're in CrossFit, I think when you get into CrossFit, like it becomes that, you know, that, you know, like I said earlier, you know, un, unplugging from the matrix. You know, I, I own I own a business, you know, I own a business and I, I get there, you know, say 5 a.m. And I work, I work, I work. And, you know, I have my my planned and my set workout time and that that little hour and a half gap that I get, you know, that's my that's my pay, my place of peace or my time for peace and in and, and Zen, you know, and. I know sometimes, you know, and it, it's funny, you know, yeah, you know, every once in a while, you know, when I when I work out with the classes or, you know, when I'm when I'm working out with somebody else, you know, you've even said it a couple of times and Kim has too, and a few other people have too. Like, man, I've never seen you work out with a class. T, are you are you wadding? <laughs> you know, that that kind of thing. You know, and and I and I understand it, you know, but if, you know, that little, you know, hour and a half that I get, you know, sometimes I, you know, I just need, you know, that, you know that that alone that alone time you know for that 90 minutes where it's just me a barbell you know or a dumbbell and a rower and a bike and I just want to want to go for that you know and and then you know once I'm finished okay I'm I'm plugged back in I'm plugged back in I'm ready to go what y'all want to talk about what do we what do we need to do what do we need to get done and you know and that switch stays on you know and it, and it's pretty much on for pretty much every every day until I I go to bed you know the mind doesn't doesn't stop running when you, when you own a business, you know, I know you said, you know, y'all, y'all owned one, you know, as, as a kid growing up, you know, your mind just is constantly going, you know, what do I need to do? What can, what can we, what can we improve? What can we, we do better for, for everybody? How can we make our coaches better? You know, how can we make our, you know, make, how can we make ourselves better? You know, how can we get more people here to the gym? You know, the, just, just those little things, you know, and it, it, the, the workouts, you know, have always been for me, you know, it's always been, you know, just a, a great, 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 great outlet, you know, and I think other people, once they start CrossFit, they see that, you know, when they see you can, you, you can get in there with the barbell and we say three, two, one, go, and you're 10 minutes into a 20 minute AMRAP and you're dying and you look to your left and you see someone else dying and you look to your right and you see someone else dying and you're like, okay, it's not just me. Okay. I can do this, you know? Oh yeah. That's the, that's the wonderful thing about it. And, and, you know, it's really with anything that you want to get into. I, I said, and, and I can't say it enough, the people you surround yourself with, but that's what drew me to that. Um, there's a direct correlation between like my little crew that I had as an action sports guy, uh, going out every day. And, you know, you, you see 
one guy crashes, you crash, you know the feeling. Like, I can watch skate videos to this day and be like, dude, I know how that feels. I relate to that guy immediately watching him over the T, you know, on the TV screen. So uh, when I went in, I never liked conventional gyms. And if that's your jam, yeah. that's your jam. You know, you, you zone out for the time. But having that community around you where you can you can share in the suffering, so to speak, for some reason brings you closer together and makes you more passionate about what, what you're doing. Yeah. You know, we, you know, I think, you know, we, like I said, you know, and you just touched on it too. We, we gravitate towards, you know, people that are, are going through, you know, the, the same things as we are, you know, so, you know, in, in life, you know, when you, when you play a sport, you know, you know, football players, you know, gravitate towards, you know, or, you know, just say athletes in general, athletes gra- gravitate t- towards more, more athletes, rappers gra- gravitate towards, you know, rappers, singers, you know, kind of, kind of the same, the same way, you know, but when you're, you're in a, a CrossFit gym, you know, you have so many people from just different walks of, of life, you know, I, I can almost attest it, you know, CrossFit, I can almost attest it to being fairly similar to, to golf, you know, when you, when you play golf, sometimes, you know, say it's, you know, it's two people, me and my father, you know, they would always pair you up you know, with someone to make everything kind of run faster, you know, and they pair you up with two people that you have no idea who they are and, and what they do. But, you know, through playing 18 holes, you know, you, you get that, you get to know them, you get their number and you're like, you play golf, you play golf with them more often, you know, and, you know, you play golf, you meet doctors, you know, you meet lawyers, you meet real estate agents, you know, other business owners, you know, and I think in the, in the CrossFit world, you know, it's kind of the, kind of the same thing, you know, you meet, other other business owners you know we, we have lawyers there we got real estate agents we got teachers you know so many different people from from different walks of life and you know different different religions and, and backgrounds you know just where they've grown up but you all have this one common thing and, and you know that is CrossFit and you all want to come in and you want to push yourself and test yourself and see if you can get better you know at things and you do that together as a, as a group. And I mean, and it's just, it's just fun. You know, I mean, it, it's, it sucks while you're in the middle of it, you know, but at the end of it, you're like, man, I did that. You know, and the, the person next to you is like, yeah, you, you did great. You know, like, Oh, you did great. And the, the last person that finishes, you know, was always the one that's getting cheered on, you know, and that's just, you don't, you don't see that, you know, everywhere, you know? So, and I think that's one thing that, that has always set the, the CrossFit world apart, even, you know, eight years ago when I started, it was, you know, that's, that's how it was. And eight years later, well, I'm still in it and that's how it continues to be. It's kind of crazy. And what you just said is, is amazing. If you just take a step back and think of it in like a worldly uh, perspective, and that is what other thing can bring all sorts of different backgrounds, nationalities, colors, races, uh, job wise, interest wise, everything across the board what can bring them all together and make and like a community where they all love each other and respect each other and will go out and do things with each other outside the gym like what what other thing out there has that same that same sort of effect i can't think of anything really you know other than like we were talking about golf just to just to kind of get get on that as uh we me and kim were talking about golf about how there, I don't know of any other sport that's a lifestyle sport like that, which is kind of the same with CrossFit. And I know people saying it's like a sport, but in the fitness world, there's almost no clicks with it. There kind of is for the Kool-Aid drinkers, but once you're in it long enough, you really like, you evolve into just like, oh, yeah, you know, 
hey, everybody's all good if you're moving. But there's not a whole lot of things that bring all those people together. No, there, there's not, you know, and, and, you know, it, you know, and I always tell people, and one of the people that I really like, like at, at our gym that I really enjoy talking to about, you know, CrossFit is, is Ben Wiggins, you know, Ben has been in, in the CrossFit world is about, I think maybe longer than me, you know, being, being in the CrossFit world. And, you know, one of the things that we, we like to kind of talk about, you know, is seeing, you know, people in the gym that, you know, they've been there for a year or, you know, you see someone that's been there for three years or someone that's been with you, you know, for five years, just seeing different, you know, stages and levels of where people are, you know, and where, where they're trying to take their CrossFit, you know, cause it's one of those things where, you know, when CrossFit, you can, you can take it to, you know, the competitive level, you know, you know, try to try like trying to make the games or if, you know, you just want to compete in local competitions, you can do that. And then you have your, you know, your five day a week warriors that just want to come in Monday through Friday, you know, and, and get their workout in and then they go, go home for the weekend and they're, and they're done and they, they're consistent with that, you know, but it's just, you know, seeing people, come into that gym on a regular basis and just watching them, you know, and you don't always have to talk to everybody. You know, I, I always say too, also, you know, I can't, I don't treat everyone in in the gym, you know, the same or interact better yet with everyone in, in the gym, the same, you know, cause the same way that I interact with you, you know, isn't going to be the same way that, you know, I may interact with, you know, with Kim or the same way that I interact with Callie isn't going to be, you know, the same way that I interact with, you know, like say for say Laura Lee or, you know, or with Craig Greaves, you know, or Travis Link, you know, those, those people, you know, some people are very outgoing in the gym, you know, and then you have other people that are, that are quieter, you know, that if you engage them, you know, they'll, they'll come out and they'll, and they'll talk to you, you know, but at the same time, you know, you just being you while you're in the gym, you know, nobody's gonna, gonna fault you for, for being you, you know, while you, while you're at the gym, you know, as long as you're having fun and you're not just, you know, in there just causing and wreaking havoc, you know, everybody is going to be cool. Everybody's going to say hello to each other. You know, how are you doing? You know, you don't have to go into a deep conversation about life, but you know, at the same time, you know, from CrossFit, you can get those people that are just, you know, life, lifelong friends, you know, you know, with, with this, you know, sharing the actual, you know, sport of fitness, you know, together for, for an hour a day, you know? Well, you can kind of see, just listening to the conversation, you can kind of see how your activities outside of your business and the fitness world, how those activities have taught you that, you know, there's different personalities and different, you know, different sort of people and understanding them and the advantages that you have from getting outside of the gym. And that, like you said, your dad, you and your dad in the golf, you know, you're paired with two people that you don't know, you've never met. And, you know, it could be a brain surgeon and an accountant that are being put together with you or a real estate agent or you name it, you know, uh, could be a high school kid trying to be play competitive golf, whatever it may be. But that, that right there has taught you after 18 holes of, you know, you paid, you're playing the whole 18 holes, you know, not staying in your little shell, but you got out there and now you understand how to communicate with a wide variety of people. And it kind of makes you, I don't want to say an interesting person, but really it is. It makes you interesting yeah, and, and gives you, know, you a personality. You know, I, I think, you know, the way that I, I kind of approach people, I'm always a little, a little different with, with convert conversations with people. You know, I don't like, you know, small, small talk, you know, I, I like, it, and you can, you can ask people around the gym, you know, there's some days I'll walk up to somebody and I'll, I'll kind of talk to them a little bit. I'm asking, Hey, Oh, how, how are you doing? And I'll say, 
oh, I'm doing good. And, you know, and the next question followed directly behind that with me is always, how are you really doing? You know, because, you know, every, I think that sometimes we get <laughs> caught in that little, that little default mode where, you know, when we, when somebody asks us how we're doing, you know, we just say, oh, oh I'm good or I'm great or yeah, I'm, I'm having a great day. You know, that, that kind of thing. You know, I don't, you know, you, you tell me you're doing good, but you know, how are you really doing? Like, give me, give me some more. Come on. You know, you know, kind of op- open up to me. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you business. I'm not going to gonna mess with you, you know, but you know, how, how are you really doing? You know, and that's what I think, you know, when you're, when you're in a, a gym setting, like, you know, where, where we're at, you know, I, I think people just want to know that you care, you know, you care about their, their well-being you know, how, how their job is going, how things are at home, you know, how the, how the kids are, you know, and you can tell by that, you know, with, you know, how, you know, you get invites to, you know, kids, kids birthday parties, you know, you get invites to, to weddings, you know, we, we may not always be able to, to attend those, but, you know, those, those little things like that, you know, those mean a lot, you know, to, to us guys, you know, to myself, Healy and, and shopping, you know, getting invites to, to go to parties or, you know, go to weddings, you know, those are, those are, those are big things from us. Cause that, you know, coming from, you know, my side, that means that everyone knows that we care, you know, that, and that's always a, a very, very, very big thing. You know, people aren't always going to remember what you said to them, but people will remember how you made them feel, you know, that's, that, that's always a big thing, you know? So when you come into that, come, come into side off CrossFit, we want people to, to feel, you know, a, a certain way, you know, we want to feel good, thing to be going through their happy feelings is, is, is what I say. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you're genuine like that though, it, I mean, I couldn't agree with you more when you're genuine and you just want to genuinely know how that person is or, you know, what they're into or just about them, you know, who they are, it bleeds off so much and you don't even realize like your simple action of just caring about that human being. And it doesn't have to be personal, just, just, genuinely caring it gives them a different feeling and you never know you know how that affects a human and what they're really going through like the struggles they may be having you know I can speak from experience with going through just you know a few different things that a, a, a little bit of genuine interest in the human goes so far and people don't even realize it you know and then you've got almost a friend for life that you didn't even realize that now you have a friend for life you know someone who's got your back and just by being a genuine person, like who you are and deep down, like the no small talk thing, you want to get down to the nuts and bolts of it. You, you don't want to sound like a used car salesman when you're asking them how they're doing. Hi, how are you doing? Okay, good. You know, you didn't even listen to what they said type of thing. Uh, you genuinely yeah, and want that, to know and that how goes, they are, you know, beyond, you know, fitness, you know, I mean, granted, you know, we have this one, this one thing in common, you know, of all working out together and doing that on, on a regular basis, but, you know, beyond, you know, the, the gym, you know, what, 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 what are you about? You know, what's your, what's your life like, you know, what do you do? You know, do you enjoy what you do? Do you hate what you do? You know, do you enjoy the people you work with, but hate what you do? You know, that, that, that kind of stuff, you know, it just, it, it's just, you know, asking, asking questions, you know, and just, just getting, getting to know people, you know, I think it's just, you know, kind of a, a, a common courtesy, you know, or even just, you know, seeing that people are doing something good and, you know, and, and, and complimenting them, them on it, you know, even, even if they don't feel as if they are, you know, just, you know, I'm going to compliment you, you know, you don't have to take, you can take it however you want to, you know, but I'm going to give you a compliment, whether you, whether you like it or not, 
you know, and, you know, and I, and I, I keep, you know, I, I've been, like I said, I've, you know, 10 years I've been doing this, you know, and I still, to this day, pretty much each and every person that has come across my path, whether it was inside the gym, outside the gym, or, you know, people that I've trained and coached, you know, over, over the years, you know, I keep a, each and every number that I, I get from people, you know, and I don't, I don't always think of people, I don't think of people every day, but, you know, I'll, I'll see something or I'll have something pop up in my, in my brain. Like, man, I wonder how this person's doing. Let me text them and see how they're doing. And sometimes people are like, you still have my number? Like, yeah, I still have your number. I don't, I don't delete numbers. You know, I get your number because, you know, I, I need, I want it for one. And if I want to check on you, see how you're doing some years later down the line, you know, I, I might, I might send you a text, you know, I may call you, you know, that's, you know, just reaching out, you know, to people beyond, you know, whether they're still training with you or not, you know, I, I always, I, I tell people a lot of the time too, I wish, you know, that each and every person that's crossed my path had, would stay with me forever and work out with me forever. But, you know, in reality, you know, one, for one thing about college station, the Brian college station area, this is an, an educate and go town, you know, kids come here, they get their education, you know, and, and they leave, you know, and it's not always easy to find jobs in this town, you know, but the people that I have come across that I've trained like that, you know, regardless of how old they are or where they are, they're married, got kids. Like I want to, you know, every once in a while, I might want to check on you, see how you're doing, you know, Hey, how are you doing? How's everything going? How's the family? You know, that, that, that kind of thing, you know? So just, you know, like I said, taking it beyond the, the realm, the realm of, of fitness and caring about people's well-being, you know, even if they aren't working out with you or if they're working out at another CrossFit gym or just wherever, you know, it doesn't have, that doesn't, there's, there's a bigger picture with, with it all, you know, just. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure there is. And you know, something you said really stuck out there too, man, you're full of like all these little nuggets, Terrence, <laughs> like a little wise little Buddha, but you know, you're using the technology that you have for the, for good. And that, you know, you're not scrolling through Facebook to see what this person's on to, you know, uh, I'll like creeping on them, so to speak, but like, just doing that and then sending them a message on there or something and leaving. You got their phone number. It's more personal. You text them like, hey, how are you doing? It's more an intimate thing. Like, I'm not putting this out for the world to see. I'm putting this out for you to see. Like, hey, bro, I got your number. I still got to save. One of the best examples of that, and I'll kind of toot your horn here for a little bit, is, uh, you know, Chris, he, you know, weight problems, trying to get down. And, you know, he struggles because people make fun of him and, and people make fun of him now for trying to lose the weight. And so it's harder on him to actually stay committed. And he uses yeah. those as excuses to stop, you know, not be disciplined and whatnot. But one of the, the most impact that's ever been had on that dude is that he even came up and said, he goes, dude, you realize Terrence texted me the other day? And I was like, really? He said, yeah. Terrence texted me just to see how he's doing. He goes, you know what? Those are the nicest dudes ever. I Like, I appreciated that. You know, it gets me motivated to try to be better and to try to lose the weight. And I was like, just to, even if he doesn't come in your gym, you know that that effect of being like a genuinely caring human had like he's passing that on. Like he learned something from that. Just that simple text message is saying hi. So just the importance of that and how awesome that is to see and then how we can apply that all over the board, you know, wherever you go golf course you know you're going to a music concert you name it where are you going you know you're going to hang out at a resort somewhere 
you meet people, you talk to them, you genuinely care. And that's how you build friendships all over the place. And, and it's just a wonderful, beautiful thing to see and a skill that you're building as far as communicating with other yeah. humans. And, and, the, the, and that communication thing, you know, it, and I think it kind of goes back to, you know, my, my mother and my mother and my father, you know, if I, if I can toot their horns for a little bit, you know, being, you know, being around, being around my, my father, <laughs> my father just had a way with, with words, a very charismatic dude. And even my mom, my mom was, you know, had, had the same thing, you know, just being, just talking to people. And like, and my mom, my mom has, you know, probably one of the hugest hearts, you know, on, on the planet, you know, that's where I, that's where I get my, I get mine from. I always tell her that I get her, I get my heart and my smile from my mother. The rest of it, you know, is just my, my dad, you know, learning and knowing how to talk to, to people, you know, beyond, you know, like I said, the, the small talk, you know, getting into the, you know, you said the kind of the nuggets, you know, the intricacies of, of, of people, you know, and what, and what they, what they're thinking and what they're doing and, you know, what, what their interests are, you know, and it, it, everybody, everyone's different, you know, when, when it, when it comes to that. But, you know, like, like I said earlier too, you know, I, I want, you know, I have people's numbers because I want to know how people are doing. You know, I call a lot of people that I came in contact with or still come into contact with. I call them brothers. I call them, call them sisters. You know, I call them moms, you know, that, that, that kind of thing, you know, so it, 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 it's a bigger, it's a bigger picture. And, you know, that's one of the things that I've always wanted to make sure that, you know, our gym was about, and that was about, you know, caring about the people that we have in our gym, you know, now we're not, we're not perfect. You know, we, we have our, we have our faults, you know, we, we, we mess things up sometimes, you know, I'll be the first person to say that, but you know, we, we don't do it purposely. And, you know, we, we have big hearts, you know, and we, whatever, if we do mess something up, we want to try to fix it as, as, as soon as possible or do what we can to, you know, to, to rectify situations, you know, that, that are like that. I think intentions bleed over, you know, not a, nobody's going to be perfect with stuff. We're, yeah. If we're trying, we're making mistakes. That's for sure. Like there is no doubt about that. You know, that nothing teaches you more than that than the CrossFit would, but you know, not to make this a total CrossFit podcast, but I mean, it's very true. You know, you try, you fail, you try, you fail. Uh, I'll tell you this in action sports, that is, I mean, you spend a whole day for one clip one clip you spend a whole day and you fall 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 you know that if you're trying you're making mistakes and if you're not making mistakes then you're not improving yourself that's what you know that's just the the case if you don't try and make that mistake you don't ever improve over the over the course of your life you know so um to get out there and to play it safe all the time and to not try because you might fail or embarrass yourself in front of somebody that's i mean that's a ridiculous way to go. I mean, you wouldn't be a business owner uh, at all if you didn't have that mindset, which I love talking to people like yourself and like Brian, because it takes a special mindset to take that leap of all the pressures on me now. If I fail, you know, I've got other people, family members, spouses, kids that rely on me, you know, including the employees oh, yeah. that you pay to be there. So, I mean, you've got all that responsibility on your shoulders. It takes a lot. I mean, think about Oh, if you fail big time, so you, you're affecting more than just you. So, it, you know, I know that from being in it and it's, it, it is a weight on your shoulders that, you know, you have to bear, but that passion and that drive to do something like that and not paying attention to what 
the normal, like the amount of people that say most businesses fail, don't do it, don't try. Uh, I don't know if you saw that thing Will Smith is going on or, on Instagram or not, where he was saying that people just don't try. Like the reason there is a 1% or whatever, I, I'm going to mess up the quote, but you know, the reason that these people are successful is because 99% yeah, of the rest of them didn't try, you know? And that's, that's the, that's the cool thing about it is that y'all may, you know, everybody does that and makes mistakes. But when you are genuine like that, they give you, they don't just give you a pass really. That's kind of a weird thing to say, but they're more understanding because they know where the genuine Terrence's and the Brian Healy's and the Brian Shoppies, they know where they're genuine. They're genuinely not trying to make that. Yeah, mistake. I never think I'll, I've always been of the of the the feeling that I'm I'm never wrong to to bet on myself. You know, like if I if I bet on myself, you know, to to open up a business. Okay, I open up the business and I, I completely threw everything that I have in the bag. Now, either there's two things two things are going to happen. It's either going to be successful or it's going to be unsuccessful if it's successful then i know why like i I bet on myself and i I, whatever i'm doing is working well you know granted i have i have two other partners in this you know so whatever we're doing you know it's it's working well but if if it fails then i have no one else to blame but myself you know i would rather point the finger at myself you know and say what could i what could i have done better or what could we have done better than to point my finger at you know someone else you know and say oh it's your fault you know it's it's not your fault it's it's my fault you know I didn't do something or I should have done something better or you know there's things that I could have worked on that I didn't work on and I have no one else you know in in this world to blame but but myself you know and that's that's a that's a big part of part of the business you know and it took me you know I I could have I had opportunities to, to leave and go elsewhere, you know, for, for eight years, you know, training, training and coaching. And it took me about that long to feel like I was, or even get to that point to where I was comfortable with opening, opening up my, opening up a business. You know, you can even look in if, you know, if you get on CrossFit journal, you can even look in there and see people's, you know, horror stories about opening up a CrossFit gym, you know, having the feeling that, you know, if you build it, they will come. Well, doesn't always always work that way but you know in in luck you know or not even with luck but within within hard work you know of of eight years i i I built up this 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 customer base or this 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 big family you know that when it came time to leave you know we weren't we weren't sure at all how many people we were gonna have have show up you know i was thinking you know i'd probably have like 25 people you know show show up you know and that's that's what we were shooting for you know but it ended up being like more like 125 people ended up ended up showing up and it, it turned into to what we turned into what we have currently right now, you know. So it was like 30 people in one class every day, like, you know, you go in there now to 435, 30, you'll have 30 people at a time having to, like and I will I'll get like this is the this is speaks to just the type of people all three of you are and how how well you understand humans and like you make that flow in a space that's not built to hold that many people. And not only do you make it flow, you make it flow with having other people on the outside doing their own thing and walking through the gym and the kids, you name it, you make it flow with every sort of different human 
and personality that are there. Like, you know, the timid person that's that I, I, I'm not really comfortable with working out in front of a lot of people to the loud mouth that's screaming the entire time during the workout. You make that work so good and flow. And I think that goes back to all of that stuff you did, you know, the golf course thing, the, the actual, the genuine part of it where you're caring about people and understanding them. And then like you make that all work in one class where everybody at the end says one, two, three, two to the max. And they yell it as loud as they can. And they're all hugging each other by the end. Yeah, of that we, and, and you know, I, you know, one of my, one of my favorite movies, you know, is, is bad boys too. You know, if you've ever, if you've ever seen that movie, you know, he, they talk about, you know, feng shui, <laughs> yeah. you know that, that, that whole thing, you know, I, I've always wanted to keep, you know, and one of the, one of the reasons, you know, having, having our own, our own place, you know, when you're, when you're at another place, you have to kind of abide by, you know, their rules, you know, but when you have your own place, the great thing about CrossFit is you, you make your own rules, you know, some, you know, some, most of them end up working out well, but some, some of them don't, but, you know, I've always wanted to keep just kind of a, a lighthearted, you know, just a relaxed, chill place, you know, where people can come in, you know, and work out, not feel, not feel judged, you know, and in the hour, you know, it's supposed to be the best hour of their day, you know, they know they're going to get a tough workout, but they know they're going to have fun, you know, while, while they're there for, for the hour, you know, and that's why, you know, one of the, one of the big things that I love, you know, about, you know, being able to do, you know, is, you know, the, the music thing, you know, we go back to that, you know, I always, you know, everybody's, everybody knows me because, you know, it's, you know, T, are you teaching class? Like, oh yeah, we get your music, you know, that, that thing, you know, I, I, I love that. Yeah. Oh, but hands down, hands down, you are voted by the entire community and group and anybody knows you best music choices. And the other two will probably get mad if they hear that, but I mean, as far as like what you hear between all of the members, no doubt the overwhelming majority says Terrence and, gets know, to be and DJ. I, and I take it, I take it, and and run with it. You know, Healy Healy has his moments. You know, Shoppy he also ha- he has his moments. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Shoppy's is towards. He yeah, definitely he, speaks he, to a genre. Does. We'll say that, and I'm not judging it. I'm not judging it. You know, I love I love hardcore music. I do. I, I, I mean, some of my favorite bands are hardcore bands and he definitely, but he, de- he definitely speaks and, to and that. You know, genre. Those guys, you know, I, I rib them, I rib them all the time, you know, about it, you know, and, and it's, it's funny, you know, everybody knows that I'm, I'm not there on Wednesday and I'll, I'll come in on Thursday and everybody's like, Oh my God, T you needed to be here yesterday. You should have heard what they had us listening to during the workouts. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry about that. You know, I, I, I have to keep it, you know, I have to keep those guys in line. It's hard to keep those guys in line when, you know, I'm gone, I'm gone for the day, you know, but it, it gets, it gets real, really, really country in there when I, when I'm not there, apparently it's from what, from what I've been told. So, <laughs> and, and I think it's, I think it's hilarious too, you know, nobody's maxing out to Tim McGraw. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and say that right now. Nobody no. is maxing out to Tim McGraw. No, no hate on Tim Those McGraw, guys, but man, you know, that's not I, happening. I always tell them, you know, like, hey, like, come on, guys, like, just, you know, you gotta, you know, pick one of the playlists. I got a, I got an iPad in there that has probably about ten thousand songs on it. I was like, pick one of those playlists off of there and just hit, hit play on the playlist. You know, don't, don't do, don't do that to them. Now, granted, some people, some people like that, you know, and I have my moments too, where some days where I come in there. And I'll put on a bunch of, you know, and you know, put on some NSYNC or put on some Backstreet Boys just to kind of lighten, lighten the mood, you know. But when the workout starts, 
Got to switch it over. Got to got to switch it over. Is, yeah, but that you know what? That's probably why everything flows so good because the different personalities and the way y'all mesh together. You know, y'all have the one common goal, and that is you want it to succeed. Y'all accept responsibility for what goes on in there. You know, personally, just like you said, you personally are. You know, if it fails, you're personally taking responsibility. Brian, the both both of the Brian's the same way. I know. So, I mean, that. But you know, you have your talent in there of knowing people and knowing. You know, their the music interests change and the variety that needed and the you know the popular part of it where you know they want to get in there and listen to this music while they work out. That's that's definitely a big part of it because people will leave places sometimes because of that. But other people get in there with like, I'm in a mood. I like it. You know, I'm here. I'm playing this. You know, this is what I'm doing because it's good music. Well, I mean, everybody has. I like Neil Diamond. I was singing it this morning as loud as I could. I was I woke, you know, Maddie up today <laughs> singing. Hello, my friend. Hello. And she's like, where's that from? That's terrible. Mom would change that immediately <laughs> if she heard you. <laughs> you know, but not everybody likes that. I grew up with that and John Denver, but then I've branched out into a wide variety of things. But not everybody's into that. And, and, you know, I understand that. But you understand from meeting a bunch of people that their interests are different when it comes to that music stuff. You just have a knack for picking the stuff that everybody can sit there and move to, including yourself. Like, I think yeah, you enjoy I mean, it more than anybody you, else. Dancing you, you, you learn immediately once you start, to, you know, once you, once I'm coaching a class, you learn immediately that I'm going to sing, I'm going to dance, you know, I'm going to have fun while I, while I'm coaching, you know, because I think it, it, it helps me be a better coach for, for everybody else when, you know, I can, I'm, I'm having fun, you know, that, that rubs off on, on everyone else. You know, everybody still wants to work hard, but they want to have fun, you know, at, at the same time. Now, it, granted, you know, depending on the workout, you know, if it was like it was Monday or if it was like it was yesterday, some days it's just miserable, you know, you just, you just get through it, you know, and they probably get, get annoyed with me singing sometimes, but that's okay. After, as long as you love me after the workout, that's all, that's all I'm worried about. You know, you can, you can hate me during it and I'm just fine with that. And I go into <laughs> writing those workouts and doing the programming, knowing well on that they're probably going to hate me. They're probably going to hate Healy. They're probably going to hate Shoppy or Manny or Ortiz, whoever's coaching. But funny thing about it is, is that the next day, guess what? Right back in the gym, right back in the gym, ready to work out again. Dude, you go through that struggle and you you learn to love it, man. You love the feeling of being able to know you did something you didn't think you could do, and then now you want more of it. That's that's one thing about humans, in in any sort of walk of life. It doesn't matter who it is. If you if they learn they can do something that they never thought they could do, they want to do that feeling over and over again. It's an important thing to teach them. Something little can teach them that, which is, it's a it's a really cool thing to watch. But We've talked for almost an hour now for the second time. I know it goes by so fast, but I want to ask something and I just, it just popped in my head. So this is off the cuff. I want to get your top five places that you would take an adventure like you, Terrence, top five things you want to do when you're off places to see. It can be anything you can play a video game, whatever. And then I want your top five. What's in your top five all time bands? I mean, like if you had only five CDs oh, to buy, man. I want to know what those that's five a, CDs would be. That's a tough one right there. My top five. Okay. So we'll start with, uh, I'll go with the places first, right? Go to places first. Um, first right. place that I want to go for sure, hands down, 
um, is for one, if you know soccer, I'm a big soccer buff. You've probably seen my phone or seen me, but Liverpool, England, uh, first, that's the first place that I want to go for, for sure, hands down. Now, second thing that comes into that too, that's also where the Beatles uh, are from. So that kind of kind of ties into it. But Liverpool, England, that's definitely one of the one of the first places um, that I want I want to go. Um, next one is going to be Santorini, Greece. Definitely want to go there. Um, if, if you just see pictures of Santorini, Greece, I mean, it just freaking just looks a, a freaking amazing, man. And I mean, and that's just you know one of the one of those places that I I really 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 want to go. Um, next place is going to I probably say yeah, say France. Um, go go to uh, Paris. Um, that's one place um, that I, I, I want to go that I haven't been to. Um, and then another place, one place that's in the U.S. that I want to go that I haven't been. Um, I do want to go to Wyoming, which is kind of weird, but you know, just you know, let me let me have that one. Um, you know, I do want to. <laughs> I do I do want to go there for for, for sure. <laughs> This is the only reason I say that's weird. The only reason I would say that's weird is that I've not I've not known you to be a fly fisherman or the outdoorsman. You know, so that would be weird because Wyoming. I love. I mean, that area right there. That's where I would have a field day. You know, but so I don't think it's weird at all. You want to go there, other than the fact that I've never seen you talk or the type that would be like that. You know the interest of what everybody else yeah. does. Wild. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's it's not on the surface, but you know, I I have I have been known to hunt. You know, growing up, you know, coming through high school, grade school, I did a lot of I did a lot of fishing. You know, so it, it's it's in the bag, it's in the repertoire, but I don't I don't look at that. I don't, We're digging I don't, deep I don't and finding out often, about Terrence. But, you know, when I when I hang out with one of my, one of my best buddies uh, that he's in uh, Midland now. He's a, he was always a big a big hunter, big fisher. So you know that, that he's the one that kind of got me into it. You know, coming through coming through uh, high school and coming through uh, college. You know, so it, it's there, but you know, you don't you don't always see it. You don't always see it. Yeah. Uh, la- oh, uh, is that five or we got one last more? One's Tokyo, Japan. Kind of off the cuff, but that's the that that's the last All one. Right, yeah, that's the last one. And then what was the other five? My my top five albums, or you want my top five rappers? Oh. Oh yeah, this is this no, this is the this is the nuts and bolts of everything that we live for right here, and that is if you could only have five CDs, what groups, bands, you name it, over the board, what five are you choosing to take with you for the rest oh, of time? Man. man, oh, that's a it's a hard one, man. It's a hard question. You and I would definitely share this love for music, so this question is is I, I can't wait to hear this because I had to answer it and, and I'll give okay. you my preview. It was H2O and then MXPX. I got those two tribe. I mean, that's a tie for the top spots right there. Uh, tribe called quest. If you don't know, then yeah, you can you stop just, listening just to this podcast right away, or you can go listen to tribe called quest. And, understand. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then uh, I would say the weaker thans. if anybody knows who they are, uh, they're there, and then um, the last one would have to be Tupac. I know that sounds weird; it's a kind of a mixture, but those would be my five that I could get away okay. with listening okay. to the rest. Of my That's life. yeah, I can give you that one. I give you those. Those are those are good ones. I okay. I I'll take first off the bat. Th- there's not there's not even an argument with this one with me. Uh, Tupac is uh, is up at the top. 
um, hands down um, on that one. Tupac has got got to be number one. Next one directly behind him, I got to got to put Biggie in there because that's just who you know. You coming up in, in that that age group that we're in, you know, Tupac. It was either you were either West East Coast or West Coast. So I was always I was always Tupac, but you know, Biggie comes directly behind him. And then following Biggie, I got to put Jay Z in there. I mean, Jay Z's just been from from beginning to freaking you know where he is now. The dudes has done nothing but freaking just make make straight up hits all the time. Uh, behind him, probably if I had an album that, that I would listen to, take with me to just one album, Nas, Illmatic. That's probably one of my my top favorite albums. So he comes in, he comes in fourth. And then the the last one is kind of it's kind of a mixture, a little bit of a of a hybrid. But uh, Eric B. and Rakim, for sure, just because Rakim is such a great a great MC. And then like in a tie with him, just because he's one of my favorite artists of, of all time, and I love everything that he does is N-E-R-D and Pharrell. That, that's, that's the top five. Oh, man. See, that's where it gets hard, man. You've got all the – you're naming people. I'm like, oh, shoot. I I like Biggie. I like Nas. I, what? I, I like – oh, what do you think? You know, Pharrell's the man. But, yeah, that's awesome, dude. I really appreciate uh, you sharing that list. Now everybody knows. Now I know. Uh, and – what they're also going to know is there's lots of layers to you, Terrence. There's lots of cool layers uh, that the eye won't exactly pick up on if they see you. So it was awesome doing this yeah, podcast, bro. man. Thank I appreciate you, you, appreciate you having me on, man. It. Hopefully, you know, we, and we, I learned some stuff about you, brother. You learned some stuff about me. And that, that's what it's all about, brother. Just a learning process. All right. Take yes, care, sir, buddy. man. All right. You take Bye. care, Terrence.